Well, hello. Um, I am super excited to do my next episode here. Um, I am super new to all of this. So for all of the people listening and I saw the downloads and listeners and that means the world to me. You guys have no idea. Um, I'm extremely thankful that I even just started a few days ago and I already have listeners and downloads. Um, and then I'll kind of go over my new subscription stuff that I'm starting soon for bonus content. And also, um, it's going to be more around specific educational purposes. So the, um, subscription service is going to be a little bit different than the free version, but I'll talk about that towards the end. Uh, so I hope you guys are doing good. I have gotten really good feedback. Like I said, from my first episode, I'm just being myself. So that works. We're going to roll with it. <clears throat> so the, the first thing that I wanted to kind of talk about, cause I know in the last one, it was, um, not very it wasn't a very specific topic it was kind of um all over the place and i mean that's okay but i just want to hone in on something more specific so i was talking to a hairstylist and i was actually she was actually my model for something that i was doing at work and we were talking about cancellation policies and uh, deposits and boundaries with clients you know, booking, ETC, all the stuff. And she was struggling. And I know so many stylists that struggle with this. And I used to struggle with this and I don't anymore. And I have not in years. And I'll tell you why. Because if you've ever had a client book themselves in and, or you book them in yourself and the day of they cancel and you're like, what the fuck? Like, that's so, it's so rude, right? It's not, I mean, there's a difference like between a notice and then just straight up saying, I can't come because I'm going to the lake today. Um, no. So we're going to talk about that and also what to do in those situations when you feel like your time is not being respected. Um, that I, there's nothing worse than feeling like you're, you're like you are not respected. Um, I personally have never even when I book myself into places I have I have never just not shown up or if I if I had to cancel because of like a impending life emergency like I pay the fee and we're gonna talk about that so life happens but when life seems to happen like every single time they're booked that's kind of not necessarily just life happening that's a choice and a pattern that is affecting your business and you your mental well-being because you're stressing out so cancellation policies i have a cancellation policy that i have tailored for a couple years now and once i figured out the perfect policy for for me and my clients i kept it the same and it has worked phenomenally because it not only it shows that you take yourself seriously and you take your clients very seriously and in turn your clients will take you seriously. Um, my cancellation policy, I'll just give you some examples. Uh, if you cancel 48 hours or less with notice, whether you're messaging me, you're calling, texting, you email me, whatever, or you 
they go in and cancel themselves through my booking system. And I use Vagaro and I'll talk about that. Um, I tell them, you know, you can go ahead and, you know, absolutely we can cancel your appointment. And, you know, I'm sorry we were not able to get you in on that day. Just communicate that you do empathize that they are going to miss their appointment because it does matter to you and it should matter to you. Like this is your, this is your passion and your livelihood. So you need to always remember to empathize with your clients if something is going on or if they flat out just cannot make it. Um, this is like responding versus reacting. Um, but anyway, so when you respond to that cancellation request, remember to say, I understand. I hear you. We can absolutely get that canceled for you. And I'm sorry, but we are unable to get you in this day. And then you can follow up with saying, however, um, in my policy, I it states that when you cancel 48 hours or less in advance for uh, giving me notice that I do require a 50% cancellation fee to be charged. Um, and then when wait for like a response from that, usually it's, it, I mean, I don't know. It just depends on the situation, how long you're going to have to wait. But I would say probably after an hour if they're not responding to that and they also have not canceled the appointment yet you're kind of like okay well maybe they read the message but I don't know what they're doing because they're still on my books are they going to show up or not so I personally send another message if I'm not getting a response to that and I say hey there I am I know we talked earlier about you wanting to cancel again and it's totally okay if you want to cancel we can reschedule you at a later time but I just want to verify that you um, understand the policy in place and then we can go ahead and, and get it um, canceled for you and the thing is is this sets you apart especially um, professionally from the rest all even though it sucks when someone wants to cancel at the same time it doesn't really matter how that makes i don't want to say it okay it matters how it makes you feel but it doesn't when this is about your client running your business is about you but it's a hundred percent about your client's experience so when you take your feelings and you put them before your clients and you get reactive and you kind of go you know, let's just have an example. I'm going to use a random name. So let's just say so-and-so messages, Becky, I want to cancel my appointment. And Becky's like, I don't know who you think you are to be canceling appointments this late notice. You're wasting my time. Thanks for doing this, so-and-so person. And then you re get reactive and you get sassy and snappy with people. You're 100%. You will never see them again. I wouldn't see you if that's the way you talk to me when I wanted to cancel. Oh, hell no. I, it's so, it's unprofessional. It's, it's not a way to handle any situation is to ever be reactive like that towards a client and your professional business. This is a professional service business that you provide services and you cannot expect to be respected if you're not going to maintain your reactive versus response, um, skills and and i'm gonna a hundred percent that that's just the truth because i've seen it happen i've seen people be reactive to clients 
and just get fueled and just just fuming with anger and they just snap at people and honestly i don't i don't really care to be like that i don't really want to go home crying and then feeling like i just ruined my reputation and that people hate me and like no yeah no yeah you don't have time for that so respond don't react very clear um so the cancellation policy at that point the way i got it set up in my books all my clients book themselves in <clears throat> they i have worked very hard to to educate my clients on what they need to book in i also have a virtual consultation form that clients fill out that i can review whenever i want on my own time um and then that will allow me to say hey I reviewed your, you know, consultation form. Go ahead and book this in. They book it all in on their own. There's a couple of reasons why, and it has a lot to do with this cancellation policy. A, there's a liability waiver form in place. They read or they don't read, but they sign it. They sign this form. It is a legal binding form that protects you and gives you the ability to reinforce your policies if your policies are completely disrespected. B, when they have to book with me, they have to put in their card information. This is not to say I'm charging you right now for anything. This is just reserving your, um, or no, putting in your card information, not reserving, I'm sorry, putting in your card information to make sure that if you do cancel or you don't show up or something happens that you can be charged accordingly according to the policy. So I have never experienced any client that disrespected that maybe twice in five years. And it's not because I'm rude. It's not because I'm stuck up or I'm full of myself. It's not because I'm a snob. It's because I have boundaries and I respect myself enough to make sure that the people around me or in my chair understand how how very seriously I do take those boundaries in my business and with myself. If you don't have boundaries in your business, how is that affecting you emotionally throughout the rest of your week, the rest of your day? It's going to sit inside of you and it's going to cause more issues down the line because you're going to probably not, you're going to get so flustered and emotional over all of this when you simply a policy in place will weed out the people you don't want in your chair it's completely proven i did it all myself and there's hundreds of other stylists that will say the same thing that a proven uh policy will weed out the people that don't respect you so okay with that the next cancellation policy i have is if people, um, if a client cancels <clears throat> within 24 hours notice or less or same day, but basically, you know, 24 hours or less, um, then 100% of the cancellation or 100% of the policy, I'm sorry, um, is, I can't even talk today. Oh my God. I'm using the wrong words. 100% of the service <laughs> is charged and that's adhering to your policy <laughs> um sorry so 
when someone cancels 24 hours or less in advance, same thing as we just talked about. The card on file is going to be charged 100% of the service that you would have paid. So it's a lot of these policies sound really harsh if you have never done them before and it can be really scary but i'm kind of a real keep it 100 with you i don't rock with shit that is sketchy or weird or doesn't make sense no i'm going to just let you in on look it is scary you're probably going to get some sort of backlash somewhere down the line when you instill boundaries but guess what that is a gift to you in your business because you are able to visibly see who does and does not respect you like you don't deserve to have people around you that don't respect you no ma'am no sir nope so the next thing is kind of around the same thing as cancellation policies um but more like deposits and pre-booking so <clears throat> deposits work when you kind of the same thing you need to enforce them and let me make it clear, every single client gets treated 100% the same. Every single client gets treated equally. With respect, I respond, I don't react, I care about them, because they're not just money to you. This isn't just about just money. This is about your well-being. This, All of this affects that. Your clients are what make up a lot of your business without your clients you you don't have a business that's just that simple so you you do have to put them into account with every decision you make and you have to ask yourself do i want clients in my chair that don't want to pay a cancellation fee why would i want why would i want that you don't maybe you do but i don't think you do i think you don't <laughs> so Deposits are something that you can enforce. Um, I kind of feel like deposits have their place personally for me. I don't do deposits and I probably, I don't want to say never, never say never. But as of right now, I probably never will do deposits because my cancellation policy has allowed me to not only keep all of the clients that I love the most, but also grow a ton of new clients that I now love the most. Um, and it, it's a little bit different. So deposits, okay, think about it as, as yourself, put yourself in the client's shoes. Okay, let's just say you're not even here. You're gonna go, you're gonna go book a facial and they want a $100 deposit down for a $230 facial, okay? Now you have to think, oh shit, okay. I need to pay this up front now. Um, what if I don't have that? Or hmm, what if I need to cancel and move it around? Or what if I need to... So you're going to put money immediately first before your client. And that is my personal opinion. It does not mean that you cannot do that. You can and still deposits. But you just have to remember that when you ask for a deposit, you 
have to 100% guarantee that your client that you are going to uphold your end. So if something happens in your life, you can't cancel that appointment. You, I mean, you can, but you're going to have a very angry client that paid a deposit with you. So, and also you cannot guarantee how much a service is exactly going to be every single time. And that's a whole different topic. We'll get into that. But if there is a $400 high lift appointment that is being booked and you're like, oh my God, I need a deposit for this. I cannot trust this person. Okay. Well, if you ask for 50% down, like a down payment, you can call it a deposit. Are you going to put that towards the appointment? Is this deposit non-refundable? Is this deposit only contingent on, you know, X, Y, Z? There's so many different things you have to remember when you are taking someone's money without even seeing them. And this has a completely different take on, it will attract a different type of clientele. 100% it will. This is different. But then if you have a deposit in place, you also have to remember you are also going to need a cancellation policy still in place. I personally don't do deposits because it simplifies my business. It just simplifies it. They don't need to think about it. I don't need to think about it. I know they're going to show up because my cancellation policy that they sign when they book tells me they're showing up. Deposits to me almost feel like you don't trust your clients, but that is all circling back to weeding out the people you don't want in your chair. So <clears throat> with like boundaries and deposits and all this stuff and cancellation policy, it sounds like a lot. It sounds like a headache and I promise you it is not. And my e-guide that is coming out in a couple of weeks, um, I have templates that I am uploading that talk about all this, um, but then also like sample templates that you can download to like Google Docs um, or, you know, Adobe or whatever platform you use to edit things and create things. Um, and then you can upload your templates to Vagaro from there. But this will have, I'll have a template for a virtual consultation form. I will have a template for a cancellation policy example. I will have a deposit template example and so on and so forth. Um, so those are those will be kind of at your um, those are like going to be like bonus little pieces in there that I feel like everyone just kind of needs and I can even you know go over more about those things um, but the the biggest issue that I see with clients or with people when they're working with their clients is a lot of stylists don't really I don't think a lot of them know their worth and their value. And I'm not talking about net worth. I'm not talking about your worth with when it comes to your bank account. I'm talking about your worth as in like who you are as a person. You are a human being. Would you let anyone else in your life outside of your business talk to you like total shit or disrespect your boundaries? No. So why would you do it in your business when this literally is putting your livelihood on the line? Tattoo artists usually require a deposit or they have a cancellation fee. I, I feel like tattoo artists 
are comparing like oranges to apples but not not really it, it's they're kind of we're kind of the same we're artists we're running a business offering a service however tattoo artists also have a completely different business model that they experience a whole different style of clientele that is totally irrelevant but i like to use that because it's an example of another business that you probably even go get service yourself from and you pay a deposit and guess what you showing up <laughs> so and if not you lose your deposit i mean it's just that simple so dental offices oh my god let me tell you this okay i went to book an appointment at the dentist and she was like there is a hundred dollar cancellation policy if you don't show up and i was like you know what good for you good for you guys because this world right now with inflation it sucks it fucking sucks you guys like excuse my language or you know what don't excuse my language <laughs> like it fucking sucks i'm gonna say it every single business is having to pivot and change the way they do things because of the world we live in today 100 percent unprecedented now money is not everything okay we all know that money does not create happiness no what money does is it can create an easier lifestyle depending on the things you want and or need in your life if you want to create an easygoing lifestyle that can create less financial stress that does lead to things like your overall internal happiness or your you know emotional health your mental health so when you want to make a bunch of money and people might say oh well money's not everything you're right susan money is not everything but are you gonna pay my fucking bills i did not think so so thank you susan have a good day money is not everything we're not saying that i'm not saying that i love money i like money i love all the money everybody loves money because it makes your life easy it doesn't make you happy but guess what i will happily take a day off when i know i can afford to so that's how i see it and i know i'm a little sassy and i got a little bit of sass when it comes to this kind of stuff but i am so fucking tired of people judging people because they just want to make good money leave them alone shut up <laughs> leave them alone if someone wants to do good for themselves let them do good for themselves what's good for someone else is not good for you so just shh, leave it alone you mind yours and you mind yours everybody just get along like everyone is fighting all the time we are getting way off track right now but i feel like this is important and it was meant to be in this podcast so i'm gonna say it everyone has a different outlook and perspective on what makes them happy okay so leave people alone and if you want to make a hundred thousand dollars plus a year and be a boss ass bitch and you want to do that shit all on your own because you fucking can and no one's gonna tell you no then do it you might lose some friends you might get some judgment but guess what you're not here for them you are here for you so that being said and if someone doesn't want that that doesn't mean they're less than you 
that doesn't mean that they're any less hardworking than you. That's another thing I'm going to talk about real quick. Now that we've covered something with clients, this is directed towards all people. Okay. When someone next to you has more or less, what comes to your mind immediately? Subconsciously, we all do it. Everybody judges. It's a subconscious thing humans do without even thinking about it. But do you go out of your way to correct it? That's what defines, I feel, who you are as a person. Is you're like, oh shit, that was a really not, that was not a nice thought. What is, what the hell? Destiny, don't do that. That's not very nice. Let's work on that part of you so that we don't do that anymore. That effort is what defines who you are as a person in the long run. I don't care if someone wants to look at me and judge me. You know what I turn around and say? Hi, my name is Destiny. Nice to meet you. Is there something that I can help you with? And eh. it's a no-go for me. Oh, heck no. I am the type of person that I do mother people, but I stand up for myself and I stand up for other people when I see necessary. This doesn't mean I'm reactive. This does not mean that I'm emotionally charged. I am a loud person in general. Everyone who knows me knows that. And I'm also, you know, I talk with my hands, if that makes sense. Everyone knows. It's like, okay, when I feel strongly and passionate about something, you're, my hands get going and I look like I'm about to burst. <laughs> like, because it means a lot to me. And if someone has more than you, don't, don't judge them, please. Like, leave them alone. And if you have, if they have more than you, in what way do they have more than you? Do you even know that? Just because someone drives a nice car, does that mean they're a shitty person immediately? Or are you just upset because you don't have one? Mm, calm people out. I'm just saying. Think about it though. Ask yourself, why do I judge people? Why am I expecting myself to be at a certain place? The root of everything is going to set you free. I'm just saying. This is like church. I'm feeling like it's like church today. Amen. So when it comes to your business and yourself and your personality and your wants and your needs and your dreams and your goals and your your thing, the, your boundaries and things you don't want to deal with, every little thing starts with you. And if you do not put the effort in to get up every day, do something small, make your bed. Okay. I have to make my bed. It drives me nuts. If I don't make my bed, I'm like, Oh my God, I'm a slob. That doesn't mean I think other people are. It just thinks, or I just think, well, if I don't make my bed, then I did not do my minimum of the day. That is just how, like I, I've talked before, I operate that way. I'm very structured and organized. And if I'm not, I it takes I have to get that way otherwise my mental well-being is on the line I'm on the fritz okay I'm on the fritz so it's okay for things to not be perfect just because I make my bed doesn't I didn't say that I tucked my sheets in and made it look completely perfect wrinkle free I just throw my blanket on top of my bed and I call that making my bed it's made done boom next thing copy next thing 
you know, whatever. And another thing that I suggest that helps with subconscious judgment is also <clears throat> social media. Okay, I love it and I hate it. I love it for building and I love it for promoting and I, it can be monetized and it can be used in your benefit. It can get you out there, network, all the amazing things. But just like anything else in life, if it is used outside of, in moderation, basically abused, it's not healthy. Like I post a lot of shit on my media but what everyone doesn't see is all of the healthy things I do when I'm not on my media. And there's certain days that I don't post shit because I don't want to. And that's fine. I don't care if people are expecting me to post something. Why are you expecting me to post something? I'm doing this for my own intention and fun. I've, I used to have people message me and say... Oh, I thought you were going to post something today. And I was like, what? Like, why? What? Like the expectation. I was like, oh my God, what? Why? And then, you you know, you have to kind of think like, well, first of all, I am nobody special to be having people waiting on me posting. I don't post nothing that extravagant. Okay. It's usually my dogs or something um, hair related, but I'm not like rolling around in, you know, Louis Vuitton bags or anything, because I'd watch that, but um, honestly, it's like, for me, I just like to be real, and I like to be completely transparent with people, and um, I'm a no bullshit kind of person, there is a side to me that does take your feelings, mental well-being into account, if something is hurting you, don't do it. It's not healthy. You have to define what's hurting you. But also, there's another part of me that is like, get your shit together. Like, there's there's my, you know, I have my mothering, you know, gentle, caring, loving, nurturing, just open arms side. And then there's the other side where I'm like, quit fucking around, get your shit together. And honestly... You can love both sides or you cannot. It's whatever. I mean, honestly, this is who I am. Um, there's a time and place for everything. Your mental well-being should always come first. When patterns set in of just complete lack, you know, choice of lack of responsibility and lack of effort and lack of care, then that's what I'm going to come in and say, you need to get your shit together right now. <laughs> no, no, no. It's like, fool me once, shame on me. Fool me twice, shame on you, you know? And that'll never happen again. You have to have that mindset with yourself is how many choices, how many times does a choice that's being made just develop into a pattern that you're kind of doing it to yourself? And I had to realize a lot of things in my life that I do to myself that or why I was where I was in places. You can blame the world. You can blame everybody for everything. But at the end of the day, everything you do in your life is a choice. 
and it is 100% on you to make sure you succeed. Ain't nobody else around you controlling your life and your future. And if they're trying, eh, kick them out. You don't need that shit in your life. No. No one tells you what the fuck to do. You need to remember that, okay? You do whatever you want to do. This doesn't mean that you are insubordinate. This doesn't mean that you are bossy or you're a snob or you're full of yourself or you're stuck up. And you know what? If people say that kind of stuff to you or you hear shit, who fucking cares? Honestly, if someone is going to be that negative towards you, girl, bye. You don't need none of that shit. You are the best version of yourself when you make sure your emotional health comes first your mental health comes first and that you know how to navigate those issues within yourself and those are things i talk about on my e-guide is you know navigating all of that stuff within yourself um but a little bit of a motivational episode is always good and i think that's something that i want to do every episode is remind all of you you can do this it doesn't matter and don't even take what i say that seriously if you're like man i really don't care to do all this i don't want to do a cancellation policy okay then don't but then also when your clients keep canceling on you and you're not getting paid i mean you need to decide what's best in that situation if it doesn't bother you and you just literally could care less then that's okay too you don't not every stylist or beauty pro needs to be the same in the sense of how they run things or how they do things it does not matter you do you how you want to do you but if you are looking for change and looking for a, a mitigation plan that will turn things into a direction you desire then make changes it's it's literally when i have nobody to talk to on how to do something you know what i do google is my best friend google i am so i love google i google everything i googled how to make a podcast i don't fucking know how to do any of this it's you can make choices or you can make excuses and that is how i see life personally for me that doesn't vibe with everybody that's cool you're not here to make everybody understand you you are here to live your life if someone doesn't understand you hopefully they give you the opportunity to explain yourself but if they don't girl bye you ain't got no time for that nope zero time moving on thank you next it's that it, it sounds simple but it's it's not when when this is new to you it's it's hard but if shit was easy would it really be worth it fuck no why do you want easy easy is boring like come on girls or guys whoever is listening what honestly what is that spider-man there is a spider-man quote i probably sound really dumb right now because i my husband is a marvel fan and all these things and spider-man says oh great power comes with great responsibility <laughs> okay just pretend you didn't hear any of that um my point is the more you want to offer the more responsibility you will have in your business 
but there are things and resources in place you can use that do make those responsibilities a lot more easygoing and a lot less of a headache. I don't ever th worry about my clients booking themselves in. I'm like, oh, sweet. So-and-so booked in. Done. Dope. That was easy. Didn't need to do nothing. Easy as pie. All I have to do is approve the appointment. So, Vagaro is what I use for my booking. I freaking love Vagaro because, and I don't make no money saying any of this shit. I just love it. But Vagaro is like top notch when it comes to everything, no matter what business you run. Like, it's not even just for hair, all businesses. There are yoga instructors, there are online educators tattoo artists you know it's anyway the, the list goes on anybody can use vagaro what's nice about it is there is a vagaro app for the pro that's using it or there is a vagaro app for the client that is booking their needs or services oh my god that's so amazing right for our day and age it's like boom you send them a link they can download an app they create their own login you can decide if they want to create their own login. And I think that's what I love about Vagaro is that it literally like will let you customize every little thing down to do you want someone who's booking to have their own login? Do you not want them to have their own login? Uh, how soon in advance would you like your appointments to be booked so you have enough time to approve them? You know, uh, there's so many different little tiny minute details in Vagaro and it will take some time to navigate Vagaro, but that's what I love the most about it is it's so detailed and once you master it, you're like, boom, 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 boss ass person who can just run their business fluently because guess what? I use my, uh, I use Vagaro for my liability form. They have templates on Vagaro that you can use for structural setup. Um, you have to kind of put input the some of the content yourself, obviously, but if you don't really know what you're doing and you don't want to write out your own policy, there's a whole section that shows you how to set up your own policy. It'll and then there's it'll literally say cancellation policy, click drop down menu, 48 hours, 24 hours, whatever you choose. Do you want that to be your policy? Okay, boom, done. It'll ask you, how much of the service do you want to charge if someone cancels? Boom, put in 100%, 50%, whatever, or a dollar amount, however you're structuring it. It's so easy. Once you figure it out, just spend time navigating. You do have to pay to use Figaro. That is not a downside. It is a plus. A, you're spending money to run your business. Okay, when it comes to your taxes, this is a write-off. And... B, there's a lot of support when it in Vagaro. You need, if you need help and you reach out, they will literally call you and walk you through every little thing you need help with. They are amazing. They will schedule a call with you. If you're a salon owner and you want to switch your whole team to Vagaro, you're going to get a call that lets that a person will walk you through everything. Each stylist will have their own designated login so that they can log into their books wherever they are and see their own schedule or see the salons as a whole. Like literally the options are endless. I have my product cost in there. 
it teaches you how to calculate like there, there's so many different things I'm, i can't even list all of it but i have my product cost i have my product description it lets you upload a photo to the to the service or service description um it lets you kind of see exactly it will tally up and show you when you enter your product cost in which that is a whole different topic that that is not for a podcast anytime soon we need to work our way into that one but when you know your product cost per service down to your foil or your gloves you enter that in per service and it will calculate over time how much you're spending per service like my um virtual my consultation form that i have is created on vagaro like what everything is in one hub it's not oh there's a link for this here and a platform for this here and you can do this here nope everything is in one app vagaro boom done and you can embed it in your website or if you don't have a website whatever instagram is what i use there's a book now button or on my website you can just click the link to my website it's just through linktree it's nothing crazy and then you can hit book there and it takes you directly to vagaro now where it gets even more interesting if there is a new client who is trying to book in something i have never seen them before it will i chose the option to have it mandatory that they fill out a consultation form before being even allowed to book you can choose this option also in vagaro do you want to make it mandatory that they have to fill this stuff out do you want it to be mandatory but they sign a liability form you i I highly suggest it it's also mandatory in my booking system to input card information to keep on file for future potential issues that could arise there are three things mandatory when you book with me card on file liability waiver cancellation policy is signed so it's documented that you are you understand what you are signing if you didn't read it i don't know what to tell you you signed it i'm enforcing it and the consultation form those three things are what make my booking so fluent when it weeds out people if you're not willing to go through all of that that tells me you don't want to be in my chair that is how i run my business it does not mean that's how you have to run your business but for me that's what works best in what i'm trying to achieve behind the chair you might not want to make all that mandatory that's fine you don't have to these are just things that i do that are best practices that you can just take into account and think about later so with the um consultation form i once a year i need to go i kind of go through and i edit it and change it right now my consultation form is 27 questions long (laughs) it's a little daunting and i am going to edit and change that soon but when i first started doing that a couple of years ago i didn't I, i wanted to know i i want to know every little detail and also in my e-guide i talk about consultations and specifically what to look for what kind of questions to ask there there needs to be a very detailed list of questions that you are ready to ask if you need to write these down when you're having an in-person consult 
and you need to write down all of your questions so you can stay on track and not get lost in conversation, then do that. They're going to not look at you weird. They're going to be like, oh shit, she really does care about my hair. She's got a notepad. She's got a pen. She is writing this stuff down. If that's what helps you, then do that. Take a notebook, make a designated, get a little notepad, designated consultations. If writing is easier than trying to, if you're not, you know, digitally, you know, you don't want to do all the digital crap, that's fine. But I at least suggest writing down a standardized list of questions that you will ask every single client. And then you can write down, take down notes on what their answers are. This is going, writing things down is proven proven by you know psych psychologists and science everywhere that it literally helps you focus and stay on track um, it helps with cognitive wiring instilling habits it is it is so good to write things down while you are doing them or trying to focus i have to write everything down i have a specific i have a portfolio every idea write it down every podcast topic write it down and you know what even if I start getting off track because I get distracted, I just look at my paper and go, nope, I need to move on to the next thing. And that's what helps you stay focused and stay on track. And it also keeps you organized. You can look back later and be like, well, I do remember asking this question, but this is really weird because I didn't write down her answer. So I don't know what, what she said. Also, the consultation form is good digitally because they do all the work you don't do anything all you do is review it when it's done all you have to create it but that's it for infinity and beyond all you have to do is review it when it's submitted that's it that this you don't have to write anything down you don't have to keep notes you don't got to keep a folder or a notepad whatever it's just boom 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 they answer the questions you choose you have to choose your questions and choose your answers but this is all going to be specifically for what like what you want to see when people are answering so <clears throat> that is one thing that i love about figaro is that it's just extremely customizable um but i want to kind of wrap up so i hope that this gave you a little bit of insight um on you know kind of the things i like to talk about and then in my next episode, I'm going to talk about when to fire a client. Um, this is going to be very different for every single person, but I can go over. You, you guys are well aware of my boundaries and what I have set in place. Um, and then when you start instilling your own boundaries and what you want, whatever that may be, you're still going to need to know when to draw that line. Your boundaries are going to get crossed. That's life. Okay, people, you need to make people aware of your boundaries or they will cross them. But you can't get mad at them for crossing them if you're not going to make them aware. Do you like, do you understand? You know, I'm sure you understand that. So when, um, when to fire a client, that's going to be my next, you know, major topic. So I hope you guys have a great day. It's sunny here in Alaska. I don't know where all of you are listening, but I hope the weather is great. I hope you're having a great day. I hope that I can give you somewhat of a motivation to go, you know what? I'm going to do this and this and this. And if look, it's not overnight. Like, I'm, I'm going to reiterate, this is not all overnight. I'm on year five of in, you know, behind the chair. This is something that you have to, 
and like work on every day for forever your whole life this is nothing you're going to perfect ever nothing's perfect just give yourself grace but also remember destiny will be here i will be here to hold your hand i will be here to say good job i am proud of you you're fucking killing it you're so amazing if you're crying and having a bad day reach out to me i will talk to you like i will talk to anybody i know what it's like to not have anybody and i think that's why this is all so important to me as i want to be the person i never had so you guys need anything my instagram is the at symbol behind the hair with destiny and send me a voice message send me a video whatever i'll talk to you i will not ignore you um, if I don't get back to you right away, it might be a time difference or just simply because I am at work, but I will get back to you. I don't let any message go ignored. So I really appreciate all of you for listening just to everything I have to say. And I hope you guys have a wonderful day, a wonderful weekend because it's Friday and just breathe in. Breathe out and let all the bullshit leave when you exhale. Breathe in all of the divine energy and breathe out all the bullshit. So, thank you guys for listening. I'll catch you all on my next episode and have a good weekend.